We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the first edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is July 20th, 2023, and we are drafting our early top 12 players for the upcoming fantasy season. I'm Alex Barutha, and I am joined by Ken K-Train Kreitz. Hello, Alex. Let's get at it for the 2023 season. You and I have a free large pizza on the line, brother, for this top 12 pick. Rules will be as follows. Nine category league. Yes, we're including turnovers. Stop complaining. And you must play two guards, two forwards, one center, and one flex. Alex, take it away with the number one pick. Hot take incoming. I'm taking Nikola Jokic with the number one overall pick in this draft, as I will be doing in every single draft that I make this season if I happen to land the number one pick. He has been the number one ranked fantasy player in each of the past three seasons, in both per game and total value. He's one of the healthiest players in the NBA, which, of course, is huge these days. A guy who mm-hmm. didn't play 70 games last season, but has consistently played 70 games for basically the rest of his career. And there's really just no reason whatsoever to assume his role changes. Um, he's going to be in the MVP mix, obviously. Um, Denver didn't make any major roster changes, so I, I have no reason to assume that he won't be the number one guy again this year. Absolute no-brainer. Got to go with the Joker with the number one pick. Anyone else who says otherwise is just clickbait. It's ridiculous. You got to go with the Joker. Uh, Pick number two, I'm going to stick with this center theme and go with Joel Embiid. Uh, Hey, center scarcity is a real thing, but something to love about Embiid. He shot 86% from the free throw line uh, last season. For a center, that is elite free throw shooting and has more points, more than two times as many blocks and more threes than the Joker. Not saying he's better than the Joker, certainly more of a health risk than the Joker. But on some per game rankings last year, Embiid is a tick above Jokic. Again, that's per game, um, not totals. But I'm going to stick with center and go with Joel Embiid at number two. Yeah, like you mentioned, Embiid's a little bit of an injury risk, but anybody else you would pick in this spot, there there are a lot of other injury risks, and we'll yeah. get to that. And Embiid, we don't know about the Hargan situation. Um, yep. I think usage can really only go up for Embiid if, if that situation gets a little uh, more unstable. Uh, with my third pick, or the third pick, I should say, I'm going with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Um, to, me, to me, number three is kind of where the draft opens up a little bit in the first round. 
yes. think you have a lot of options here. I you could even argue you have some options at number two, but SGA ranked fourth in per game production last year, proved that he is one of the best two-way guards in the NBA. He's actually very good at uh, field goal percentage and blocks from the guard position. So if you want some sort of big man stats, but you don't want to have to worry, you know, you, you don't have to be locked into drafting a ton of centers. He's an option there. He's just, I mean, he's getting you an efficient 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, two and a half stocks last season. Tanking is no longer a concern for OKC. He's 25 years old. There's room to get better. I know people are maybe a little bit more down on him this year. You had Jalen Williams. Uh, come on strong at the end of last season. I, you know, people might think some usage gets taken away from SGA, but to me, no reason, you know, more assists. I, more assists. At, yeah, exactly. He's got Holmgren as a passing target now who he didn't have before. So um, to me, SGA is a, is a I, I like him at number three. It's a bold move. To me, the only question is, does he return to the 70 plus games that he played in his first two years in the association? You know, last three seasons, 68, 56, and 35. 35 pandemic year, but also three seasons of tanking. Is this the year the Thunder really go for it? I certainly hope for the NBA it is, and SGA stats could explode. Love the upside of that pick, Alex. I'm going to go very conservative, maybe too conservative with my number four pick, and take Luka Doncic. Total season sixth and eight category, 14th and nine category last year, but I believe in their offseason moves. Despite adding Kyrie, I think Doncic's assists go up. Admittedly, I could have gone a different way with PG. This is a very, uh, I'm sorry, another way with point guards here. Uh, Lucas seems safest with SGA gone. I was also eyeing SGA. Uh, so I'm going to go dull and stick to Doncic. Pretty hard to go wrong with high usage guys that will be in the MVP conversation in the first round. Like that's yeah. <laughs> when you get your pick, if you're picking there, it's, it's, I mean, the only thing Luca really has against him at this point in terms of like his fantasy production, things striking him down is his free throw percentage, which yeah. offers, you know, in the low to high uh, mid seventies. And I would say turnovers, but he cleaned those up last year it was down to about three and a half per game. So, um, and you mentioned it, this team is still relatively thin, even though they have Kyrie, um, Luca is going to be still very heliocentric for them. Um, I'm going with Steph Curry with the number five overall pick. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I understand the health concerns, but each of the past six healthy seasons for him, minus 2019-20, right? He played five games that year. The past six seasons where he's played real minutes, he's top seven in per game value each of those seven, uh, each of those six seasons. To me, like like you mentioned, you went conservative at number four with Luca. Steph, I think, is a pretty conservative pick. You know exactly what you're getting with Steph. We've seen it for more than a decade at this point, right? 25 to 30 points per game elite shooting, not just from the three-point line, but also from the free-throw line. And I don't really anticipate the addition of Chris Paul affecting Steph Curry negatively. And honestly, losing that scoring punch of Jordan Poole, they're going to need somebody to continue uh, upping the scoring. And if Chris Paul only plays 55, 60 games, like I think more, actually more scoring responsibility may fall on Steph this year than even it did last year. I agree with him needing to score more. I worry a lot about being 35 years old. How many games does sure. he play? He hasn't top 70 games played since 2016-17 season. Uh, so certainly I love the per game production, but very fearful he plays something in the high 50s uh, at that age. But someone who does play a lot of games is who I'm taking with the sixth pick, 
Glad you didn't snag him. Going with my Celtic, Jason Tatum, baby. I was very worried you'd take him at number five. First, we talked center scarcity, but there is also forward scarcity, especially in ESPN leagues. Uh, Second, hey, Tatum was ranked number four in total season production, nine category leagues last season. He always plays a ton of games. He's the opposite of Curry. Coming off his first 30-point points per game season and really getting close to a double-double machine. He had 8.8 rebounds last season. Game's still improving. Um, I love taking Tatum at number six. And frankly, you know, in a 12 or 10-teamer, Jason Tatum is just such a safe first-round pick. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, (laughs) I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f***ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dom. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I like Tatum. I think he could have gone even earlier. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know how the addition of Porzingis is going to affect Tatum. It's possible fewer rebounds. I, I To me, I I don't factor it in a ton. I mean, you lose smarts. So someone's got to handle the ball more. Maybe it's Derek yeah. White. Um, you know, Brogdon's uh, going to get in the mix the more. But, more. yeah, Tatum's going to handle the ball more. So is Jalen Brown. So I, I do like that pick. Number seven, going with Tyrese Halliburton. Mm. Ranked 10th in per-game value last year. 
Uh, this man is created in a lab for fantasy value. It's it's a it is a highly efficient twenty and ten, one and a half steals last year. Uh, it's just a fantastic two way production from the point guard spot. One of the highest usage rates in the NBA. He still has room to get better. Um, I we I did a mock draft recently. He went third. Um, I wouldn't take him that high partially because I I wonder if his usage has already capped out. But to me, he's a very clear top 10 player uh, with his efficiency. Going to be a number one option again in Indiana, whose team didn't change that much. I'm mm-hmm. really happy to get him at seven. This is my favorite pick of yours. The Joker was a no-brainer. I really was torn between Halliburton and Luka as my lead point guard for this team. Um, I just love Halliburton's upside. He's only 23. He's right. also only played 82 total games as the leader of the Pacers, meaning he's still evolving to me there as the their number one option. Um, so absolutely love that pick. I'm going to do something a little more controversial at eight. It's a big name, but his numbers are not made for fantasy, and that's Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Forward scarcity, as I mentioned, is a real issue, especially in ESPN leagues. Giannis still only 28 years old. Maybe I punt free throws with Giannis and Luca on this team, but I expect the Greek freaks blocks and steals to return to that one plus level for both categories. Now that he's got a healthy knee, you know, don't forget. Yes. The free throw shooting is an issue, but he's also shooting 55% from the field uh, with a super high usage rate. Uh, so I'm going to lock up an awesome second forward with Giannis. Yep. Main thing with Giannis, like you mentioned, is the free throws. You have to kind of understand if you draft Giannis, it may just make the most sense for you to not think about free throws the rest of the the rest yeah. of your draft. That category might be kind of gone for you. Um, but other than that, of course, he's I mean, he's one of the best players in the world. Again, extremely high usage, two way player, MVP candidate. So it's hard. You know, in theory, maybe he should slip out of the first, but that's just not realistic. I mean, it's just, I don't even know if it's smart, even if the numbers say you shouldn't. And, um, and his free throw percentage has yo-yoed a bit year to yeah, year. It, has. it would not be shocking if he could get it back to 73, 74%. He's done that before in the past. And number nine, I'm taking Kevin Durant. Mm. Uh, obviously, I, I listen, I feel like I'm the number one guy who's harping on like Durant has not been healthy since he, since he tore his Achilles. He's getting old. Uh, but still ranked third in per game value last year, very sneakily. Uh, so sneaky because he wasn't, you actually didn't never saw him play. Uh, <laughs> I, I am worrying about his health. Um, as again, well has not, pr- he has not proven to be able to play 60 games since recovering from the torn Achilles. Maybe an optimistic spot taking him at ninth, but again, the per game production is good as almost anybody in the NBA. And I don't really, I don't anticipate Beal, Bradley Beal. Go in Phoenix cutting into Kevin Durant's usage sure. too much. I mean, throughout Kevin Durant's career, and this is something we, of course we criticize him for, is just like he's jumped on so many different teams under so many different, uh, you know, sort of team uh, builds. But the reality is through all of that, he's proven to be one of the best players in fantasy regardless of the situation. So Bradley Beal jumping in does not, does not worry me. Beal's going to be a beautiful catch-and-shoot assist option for KD when KD plays, and that's the problem. How many games will he play? 34 years old. He's averaged 46 games a season the last three. I'm not going to own KD in any of my leagues. Someone will always take him higher. And, yeah, there are going to be stretches where you're so ecstatic to have him on your roster, and then he's going to hurt something badly. 
you know, to me, lower back is always the number one nightmare injury, but Achilles is a really close second. Uh, those just linger. You just never get healthy from that. 34 years old. Uh, you know, just going to have so many Booker Beal nights because they're going to have to rest this old guy. I mean, look at his hairline. His hairline's as bad as mine, Alex. I'm not drafting based on hairline. I am wearing a hat for a reason, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's go to a young, vibrant, fabulous hair, uh, head of hair with Anthony Edwards, the Ant-Man in Minnesota. Since I maybe bungled that Luca Halliburton pick, I have some regret there, I'll admit. Uh, I got to take a different high upside guy. Edwards is only 21 years old, even though it seems like we've been hearing about him forever. He now has a pass first point guard in Mike Conley. I think a year with Conley really helps Edwards games. Plus, he also has a huge contract that should, should make him the unquestioned leader on this team. His percentages are trending up. And remember, he's a great steals guy. He had 1.6 steals a game last season. Uh, I love the possibility of Edwards blossoming into the leader of this T-Wolves team. Yeah, I think he he needs to or will overtake Cat. Um, I think Cat getting hurt last year, obviously, that opened up a lot for for Anthony Edwards. Um, there is a lot more I think he can do on ball, and I think having Conley there instead of D'Lo will, again, help facilitate that. Um it's just he's a strong option. And one thing, one thing that I do really like about Anthony Edwards, he he's only been in two playoff, you know, two playoffs, but he's looked fantastic in both of them. Like to me, that's a very clear indicator that mm-hmm. he will be taking some sort of leap sooner than later. So um, I think he's he's definitely a worthy first round pick here. Uh I'm taking another injury risk. I'm taking the <laughs> I'm drafting the all injury team. Anthony Davis. Um, I this might be a little bit of a reach because he he ranked seventh in per game value last year, which is obviously great. Um, I don't know if it's so great that like I could take about 11th given the injury risk, right? But I like the upside and you have to think about, well, is LeBron going to stay healthy when LeBron's hurt? AD is going to take on more usage. It's a bit of a weird sort of balancing act, but um, it really is some of the best defensive production that you can get from a first round player in drafting Anthony Davis. So if you just don't want to worry about like the steals and blocks, he's an option. Um, and I, I think... You know, they kept D'Lo. They bring back Austin Reeves. I think that backcourt helps AD get way easier shots in the pick and roll and the pick and pop. I think kind of where Anthony Davis struggles a little bit more is when he's asked to do too much. I think this will keep his field goal percentage high. Um, It's just, it's, he's so good. And when he looks, I mean, when he's at his best, he looks like an MVP player. Um, So I'm okay taking him at 11th, even if it's a bit of an injury concern. It's these injury concerns, which is why I jumped on two forwards early with Tatum and Giannis, just out of fear of having to have Durant or Davis as someone really relying on. Because I don't trust Davis in the games played. You know, I'm looking forward to the fashion statements KD and AD make on your fantasy bench this season, Alex. Uh, Davis has averaged 44 games a season over the last three years. At To me... The punishment for having a high pick miss a lot of games is just too brutal, uh, and I got to stay away. But, uh, hey, you've gone down the injury path this yeah. draft. I can taste the pizza, baby, but keep keep going. Keep going. Uh, all right, with our last pick in our way too early top 12 draft, I'm going with Donovan Mitchell, the spider. He's debating Mitchell or Trey Young here. 
went with Spider because this is a nine-category league. Um, just love the all-around production. Everyone's deferring to him. Great point guard setting him up, but he's also doing a ton of ball handling in Cleveland. Really no big roster changes there, except for hopefully getting a better three, uh, better three and D guy at the small forward. So uh, I expect much of the same for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell, really safe pick. Continues to make very incremental improvements to his game, but essentially is who he has been for about five years now. Mm -hmm. And that's that's no issue whatsoever. Um, I think I think this is a great pick. Cleveland's on the way up. They they need him out there. So um, nice and pick. To, to total season rankings round. number nine. So a nice. Yeah safe pick but uh I, I i talked over you there alex what was the last point you were making uh that that's basically it you said it <laughs> okay then well hey that's our last pick please trash us down below in the comments with all the mistakes alex and i made and please look for our regular nba pods starting soon we're going to help you with all your sleepers and busts and position analysis during the preseason and finally Go to rotowire.com slash try. That's rotowire.com slash try to see all that we offer uh, via our free temporary subscription. Again, just go to rotowire.com slash try. <laughs>